0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 84 of You Heard It Here Second. New episodes are released every week on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well. So just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. We're like, oh, we gotta do this, and then we don't do it. And then we're like, we gotta do this, and then we don't do it. And we, today and we just today said, we're, just like, we're doing what? it. Let's just do it. Derek and Steve present... I know who both of these people are. Cool. I do. I will say that. I had no idea that they were dating at all. Like, I... I I couldn't. I don't think I did either. Hadn't crossed my mind.
1: It's a very funny thing. (laughs) He just walks out and looks at a field of players and goes, just guys being dudes.
0: (laughs) It'll come together and it'll be beautiful. You can write that one down.
1: You heard it here second.
0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number 84 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek alongside Steve. Steve. Another morning edition. We do it every once in a while.
1: Good literal morning, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, happy Halloween. Yeah. It is our Halloween. That, that's the real reason we're doing it. Spooktacular. Yeah. <laughs> the spook. The spooktacular. Nice. That's a good one. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Excuse our uh, morning voices, but it is uh, morning, Derek. It you want to the tell morning. them why? It is the morning because I was at the Boston Celtics game last night. So. So. That's pretty much why. Now we know um, where your priorities lie. My, <laughs> so, <laughs> so there I was. Here we are, uh, early on a Tuesday morning of Halloween. Derek, what are you going to be for Halloween? Uh, I'm not being anything for Halloween this year. You're just not going to do it? No, I would have made something up,
0: but I wasn't prepared for the question, and it's the morning. So I, <laughs> no, I'm just not doing it. So uh, I'm going to wear black and orange.
1: Okay, that's that's at least I'm gonna something. I'm going to do my best.
0: I'm going to do my best to wear black um, and
1: I orange. do have a secondary costume, to, if you would like to borrow it. <laughs>
0: I think I'm okay. I think that um. So you're gonna pass. There's up not a big culture of wearing costumes to my office. Wow, your
1: office stinks, so, and you should quit. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm, I'm planning on it today. Yeah, so. you should quit today yeah, in look, a statement. Look, you I, should show up I, in a full <laughs> costume when you see no one else in a costume. <laughs> make, Stand up and yell. Make a scene.
0: <laughs> that I am quitting. Hey, excuse me.
1: Because this is ridiculous. This is absurd. <laughs> I can't work under these conditions.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you being? Um, little Yachty. All right. Yeah, do you know who Little Yachty I is? I do. Yeah, he's I didn't the, when um, you first told me that this costume. Uh, if spoiler: those, You if told the
1: me this I did. If the listeners don't know who he is, he's a great new rapper. He call it's called Candy Rap. That's like the new thing. All the high schoolers are listening to it. Yeah. Similar to like Chance the Rapper. It's a little more upbeat. It's got like goofy, goofy background and beats. Um, he's got red dreads with uh, pony beads in them grills and really cool like old school 70s white glasses tailor-made for a costume really it's it really is (laughs) tailor-made for costume and you can't find little yachty wigs online anywhere i searched pretty pretty hard (laughs) and so i had to make my own wow braided some yarn put some beads on it yeah got a grill got a gold chain i look it looks good i'm i'm pumped up all right all right need to make sure you have pictures there we can use it um yeah, on the, on for the, the next on the post. Podcast
0: Instagram. Great idea. Um, so there you go. Uh, the rest of you feel free to tag us in your Instagrams if you wanna. Sure. If you want us to share, <laughs> yeah. it with, we can make a collage or something. That's. We're not gonna do that. I don't know why I even proposed that, but. Um, I didn't so, propose it. <laughs> so, no, that no, was me. That, that was totally on me. Um, all right, so that brings us to the opening drive, which I mean, well, the BC update to start us off. So you ready for this?
1: Uh, are you ready for this? Is the question. Got another. Day. better than this guys being dudes dudes to the right dudes to the left stuck in the middle with you got another dude heisman trophy bronco nagursky award ultimate dudes got another dude o-line you bunch of dudes
0: all righty so that's the bc update intro <laughs> yeah um, welcome to the bc update <laughs> um once again very deserving of that intro. Yeah. Um, Boston we've, College. We've
1: got a couple dudes. we got a few dudes
0: uh, in these parts now. So Boston College rolls with momentum, as we mentioned, into a Friday night game against FSU. Um, coming off two wins against Louisville and Virginia. Two 40-plus point performances by the offense.
1: These um, are the past two games, not and not, then yeah, we get yeah, to this going game. Going into
0: yeah. FSU. and. Yeah, everyone's confident, you know, we're we're almost, it's the line is almost even, so everyone's pumped about that, like, going into this game, I think FSU ended up being, like, minus five and a half or something, but it opened mm-hmm. at minus three, so, like, Vegas was giving us respect, fans are pumped, but in the end, you know, as much as you're confident that you can beat them, you're still, like, they're, you know, they're FSU, even though they're bad, even though they've been bad this year, they're FSU, the first we, haven't, state. we haven't beat them in however many years, mm-hmm. you know, and who knows if we're going to keep this going, right? Well, BC keeps it going. They keep it in way going. In a huge going. way. Yeah. With a 35-3 to win over Florida State in a game that was not competitive from Jump Street. It, it appeared. As, as soon as we got into the stadium, it was not competitive. Really, after BC went up by multiple scores. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how good they looked against this team. What, what were your initial takeaways?
1: You're right. The initial takeaways is I did not I, – I thought BC had a chance. I think we – Called it on the last podcast. What we I thought, mean, we said. I said 30, 27 yeah. or something like that. BC. You yeah, said twenty four. We both called BC yeah. to win because it was that kind of game, and that wasn't just yeah. BC bias, but a thirty five to three game. <laughs> Did not see it. Is a shellacking. <laughs> yeah. Um. And you're right. Florida State is not good this year, and it's very obvious. They're two and five. Um. And and are losing to some bad teams. However, they have lost some heartbreakers. So yeah. they lost to. Miami on the last play who was a top 10 team mm-hmm. they play some they played Alabama and lost their Heisman I mean, They played that game well that game was not exactly a so they're not a bad football team it's just it's all fallen apart for yeah. them and, and so there's nothing really to play for right however we walked in to that stadium and I mean the first play the first t- scoring play is Kobe white 34yard pass from Jeff Smith yeah so, like, our wide receivers are throwing touchdowns yeah. to each other. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I know – I don't know what happened to Florida State's defense because that, yeah. that's supposed to be a bright spot in the, on, on the mm-hmm. team. Maybe it's just that they're so fatigued, but we were up 21-3 in the second quarter. Yeah. Like, it, it was wild. Yeah. So, I don't know where to attribute this change. I really don't. <laughs> Um, but it all seems to come together. It, it is. And so there's a few things I can
0: attribute it to. Obviously, we've talked about the coaches getting better. You have to give credit where it's due. The coaches have been much, much better the last three weeks. But
1: what has, like,
0: what, I, what triggered that? I don't know. It took you five I, I years no and idea. now they're like, oh. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, that's how you do it. And so for past years, I have no explanation. I have no explanation for how in past years they were so incompetent as a coaching staff and that the last three weeks they're better. Within this season – There's at least one excuse that you can make, which is that, and we've said it before, the offense is centered around three freshmen, like there's freshmen cornerstones at every at every piece of the offense, Mm -hmm. and so the only thing I can suggest is that there was some type of a plan initially that's like we cannot roll out a full playbook from week one with three freshmen, you know Mm. that we need to be simpler. Now, my argument would be that they weren't simpler in the beginning of the season. Yeah. They were just worse. It wasn't that it was simple. It was just bad. Mm-hmm. But th- this is one of the things I can't explain. I-, I don't know what happened. But I know that game management, I haven't shook in my head at one thing in the last three weeks. Not one. Yeah. Going for on fourth downs, calling timeouts yeah, at the right time. I agree. Like somehow he took a game management 101 class like three weeks ago and understands that. Well,
1: that's what I said last week. And I think it's... It has to do with aggressive play calling. Someone must, yeah. must have sat him down and said, hey, if we don't start winning games, not yeah. just keeping them close and losing them, yeah. you're going to be fired. Yeah. So he's like, oh, shoot, I guess we'll try to score every time we have the ball. And they do. <laughs> now they try to score every time they have the ball. Yeah. And the defense <laughs> thrives off that. They don't have to be on the field as long. They can be aggressive if we're up a, a couple touchdowns with turnovers. BC had three turnovers. At, or, um Forced three turnovers against Florida State, and Florida State had zero against BC. Yeah, zero turnovers against Florida State, which is touted with a top, a couple top draft picks. Yeah, and known to be a very good defense. And I on, mean, this year obviously we said they're not as good, but no turnovers. And on your side of the ball, like we said, like we keep saying,
0: three freshmen. We said this before, uh, like that this could be a turnover-prone game. We said defensive points in this game, mm-hmm. freshman quarterbacks on both sides. Yeah, and what what is Another very positive thing to me is that Anthony Brown has shown poise the last three weeks. He hasn't shown crazy ability the last three weeks, but he doesn't if, have to. If you look at his stat line from this past game, it was remarkably bad, actually, <laughs> for, <laughs> like, like compared to what I kind of left the game thinking because we won thirty-five to three. But Anthony Brown was six for twenty in this game for 50, wow. fifty-four yards.
1: Is that really true? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is like like it does not feel like that after watching the game, Mm-mm. you know. Um, but the but BC didn't need it didn't need high octane passing offense because the running game was working, and the defense was playing well, and and, and you just didn't need a, a huge contribution from the passing game. So, um, he's poised. He didn't turn the ball over. That's that's what's important out of the freshman quarterback yeah. right now. And then to see him grow.
1: So. And it's also they're giving him freedom to move around. Yes, he and I know yeah, you he plays don't, with his legs. Yeah, I mean you don't want to pigeonhole quarterbacks anymore because that's not the way that mm-hmm. college football works. But Anthony Brown can move. So, yeah, give him some opportunities, throw outside the pocket, roll to the side that he actually throws to, give him some opportunities to, to cut up field. I mean, he had a rushing yeah. touchdown again this game. Yep. So, I don't know. I, I they, You're right. They've opened it up a bit, but somehow simplified it.
0: Yeah, but, and, and there was a particular point when I loved – the, there was like a fourth and one play call that was a zone read for Anthony Brown. Yeah, and I was thrilled about it. I was like, I was like, come on, Anthony Brown's been making great plays with his legs. I know you want, I know he's a pass first. I know you got to develop him as a passer, but it's fourth and one against FSU on a Friday night. Yeah, you need to pick up this yard. And they called a zone read to Anthony Brown with AJ Dillon. Like that is, that is, like give that your, made me so thrilled to see them call a play that makes sense. That's like yes, that's the right play to call. Give your two best
1: offensive players a chance yeah. to to get one yard.
0: Yeah, so um. Speaking of best offensive players, we should give a quick note about that. A.J. Dillon, no, like, highlight stiff arms in this game, but yeah. another very effective game going 100, over 100 yards.
1: 150 yards, one TD yep. on 33 carries. And yeah. I like that we're feeding him. He's a him. workhorse. We're, yeah. yeah we're, we're giving him 30 carries a day, a, a week, which is great. And that's I, I like the transition away from Hilliman. Yeah. I love Hilleman. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And he needs to be get his touches, yeah. but... A.J. Dillon, you can't not give him the ball. Yeah, you, he needs to be fed the ball at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, one fun fact about A.J. Dillon I just saw yesterday. Um, leading rushers in the ACC. Number one, Lamar Jackson. Number two, A.J. Dillon. Huh. Yeah. I mean,
1: that's not unsurprising. Yeah. And that <laughs> he wasn't getting full touches Yeah. Until, <laughs> until recently. Until week four or five, probably. Yeah, so yeah. he's very, very good. Yeah. And I actually just looked up another stat. Um, Anthony Brown, six for 20. 54 passing yards yeah that's yeah. It's, he, we, went, he went up half the field
0: yeah. <laughs> we did not with, no no granted it doesn't feel that way
1: no uh, I don't know because they, like, they they had a good offensive game plan yeah, they yeah. didn't need to throw the ball out of the stadium they mm-hmm. needed to get important passes they developed some good running plays I, I would like to see him complete more than six passes in a 35 to three win but yeah. whatever gets you those points I'm fine with yeah. so and plus we had a reverse a wide receiver reverse pass that went for like 35 yeah. yards. Yeah. And and once you're up by 21 in in the second half, yeah, you're feeding the you're ball. You're feeding to AJ the ball. Talent. So yeah. they they don't need to force any passes. So and no turnovers. Yeah. So I I love and, well, the coach. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's
0: like and I would have to go back and look and see how deliberately he was like throwing balls away, for example, mm-hmm. but like but I would much rather him go six for twenty than six for ten with two picks. You know, like yeah, like being smart, like getting rid of the ball. You don't. You can punt it. You're allowed to punt it when you're up twenty-one to three if you need to. You know, mm-hmm. that mindset is what um, it's good to see out of a freshman
1: quarterback. So, mm-hmm. so BC is now five and four. Yep, they are third in the ACC Atlantic Division, mm-hmm. and they have a bye week this upcoming Saturday. But then we face three more teams on the schedule. We've got NC State, who's currently ranked number twenty. Yep. Followed by UConn at Fenway, and then at Syracuse. Yep. Um, two one of those games is should we should automatically win, which is UConn. Yeah, UConn's very be, bad. Yeah, that should be and they're bad for UConn standards too. Exactly so that should be an automatic win. NC State is ranked, however, they're going to be our next big test. I mean, yeah. we've played three teams with uh who have very good pedigrees, and now we play a team that's actually very good. Yeah. So. That's this is gonna be a big test. I'm excited to see it. I, I don't expect a win. Still, I, I mean, I think we're, I think we're in the competitive zone. However, by I mean, I don't know. You get a bye week to prepare two weeks. Yeah. So that's
0: that's probably the factor that yeah, leads me I don't, to expect to win. Yeah. And I don't not, think we are. We have the skill to, to just yeah. beat
1: top Roll twenty teams right yeah. now. Yeah. But still, I, if you get two weeks and they
0: don't. Yeah, it's true. Um, not only do they knock at two weeks. Um so we played Friday night, right? So this past Saturday, NC State goes to Notre Dame oh. and gets blown out kind of by yeah. Notre Dame. So that's a that's a taxing physically game. You're put number fourteen versus number nine. They drop as a result of that from fourteen to twenty, and this week they go up against Clemson. So wow. that's a gauntlet for NC State to go through. On one hand, you you know, if they lose both of those games, they're on high alert and you have to really bring it to beat them for a third straight week. But at the same time, it, it, it's got to be draining on them with you sitting at home while they play both of those games. Because we have two weeks to prepare, and they don't even know BC's on their schedule in yeah. the past
1: two weeks. Right. They, are... they,
0: they were going for Notre Dame, then going for Clemson. Yeah. And so f- before they even kicked off against Notre Dame, we should have, our coaching staff, in theory, is already preparing for NC State. Yeah. So that's the bright side. And that's why I think there's just a lot of room for optimism here. Um, the the only kind of crappy thing is that they could there was a good chance they could have been highly ranked they they would have been highly ranked against us if they had beaten Notre Dame
1: I don't think this is a year where we need yeah to to get some marquee wins yeah I think this is a year you have to build on you, you have did. to well, end real strong you do yeah.
0: and and this is the last point before we move on um you look at beat what we have left here, and there's there's a There are two challenging games out of three. I mean, Syracuse is also a good football team. Yeah. They beat Clemson. They're definitely capable of, of winning. Um, but it's a it's three teams that you can beat. I mean, there there's the the, the at the beginning of the year, the teams that we pointed to said yeah. we can't beat these teams. We beat most of them. <laughs> yeah. um, we, we did we we lost to Clemson, but the other teams that we pointed out preseason and said we can't beat this team mm-hmm. were probably FSU and Louisville. So, um, we can beat we we can win the remaining games on the schedule. And what that leads me to is that if BC can win these games and get a good bowl game and, and have a good performance in a bowl game, you, I wouldn't rule out the chance that they could end the season in the top 25.
1: Yeah. no, I mean, like, that's, like
0: that's a legitimate possibility. And that would be a huge, huge well, thing. Well, you
1: said there's some computer statistics that have us like right outside 28. And, yeah. Some of them have us, but mo-
0: I mean, that's a little ambitious. I think a top 40 is what a lot of them are saying, but Top forty means yeah. If you can, if you win the rest of your games and your only losses are against these teams that are ranked pretty much, yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be up there. So, yeah. and that would be a huge huge thing for BC to end the season that way because what it, what it means to me is that you're gonna start the next season that way because you're mm-hmm. bringing back mostly freshmen here.
1: Yeah. So. Um, so the we'll talk about this portion next week because we've got the buy. So we, we don't want to spend too much time right. on BC this week. However, it means we we have a potential to go bowling. And we have a potential yeah. to keep our coach that we were ripped to shreds <laughs> at the beginning of the year Correct. and all of last year. Correct. So that'll be the topic for next week on how we are going to spin that. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're, we're going to have to spin zone. We're going to have to spin zone that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be bad. So.
0: So there you go. Anything else on BC? That's it. All righty. Time for pop culture. <laughs> Alrighty, pop culture time here in the uh, second period. So, uh, Halloween is what we got for pop culture.
1: Correct. <clears throat> what all right, all, we that's also, it, Moving on. You know, we have <laughs> these are the. I wrote this, but I don't know why I wrote this. It says Halloween, love it. Candy, spooks katoots. <laughs> <laughs> that's the morning brain right there. Yeah. Um, I woke up and was like, it, we need candy, to talk about Halloween. <laughs> yeah, so spooks
0: katoots um, on Halloween. So, love it. I don't think I love. Halloween, I know. I can tell you.
1: You're not dressing up.
0: No, but I have nothing against Halloween. Well, it sounds um, like if you. If I was do. going to a Halloween party, I would be dressing up. You know, but like I didn't have any Halloween specific plans. FSU weekend fell right near Halloween. Like that was my focus. It's true. I didn't really have. I didn't have any plans to do something Halloweeny. So I didn't. That's because you up. are a weenie. That's that's that could that could be the reason. But. Um, but so that's that, that's my uh, that's my thing. I, okay. I will say I I like I think Halloween's cool. Uh, I'm not like against Halloween. I always have dressed up for like in college and stuff. I always dress up. for That Halloween, is the
1: most you know? lukewarm take so. I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> well, that's I have a lot of lukewarm takes you, about specific things. You really do. You have a lot of non-opinions. <laughs> so,
0: that's my non-opinion.
1: There. All right, congrats. Well, Halloween, I'm two thumbs up, hundred percent in. I'm gonna wear my costume all day, even to client meetings. It's wow. going to be lit. I like it. Oh, yeah. Next up? Next up, <clears throat> I think. To kind of yeah. continue the Halloween theme, it's a little scary. Um, Stranger Things is back. back. Stranger Things 2. Spooky. So uh, the boys and the girls are back. <laughs> the boys and the girl. Now yeah. two girls. Yeah, two girls. Um, first, how many episodes? Four episodes we launched? We're four in. Yeah. We are four in. There's nine in the season, I believe. Yep. Nine or ten. Um, what are your initial reactions? What are your initial
0: thoughts? Uh, I like it. I, I, it's it picked up right where it left off to me. It feels like it was edited like the same way. It feels like it was, it feels like they made season two when they made season one, like the kids didn't age, which is great. Like that's a big, big factor with TV shows that have mm-hmm. kids as their main characters. Uh, it didn't feel like they aged to the point where they are broken from character at all. They all seem the same to me. Um, we're definitely getting spookier and weirder. Um, there's some weird stuff happening, but that's why it's called stranger things. Um, I, so, I, I mean, we probably shouldn't do any spoilers because it's only been out for a couple of days, um, and it's not a show that you have to watch right away. But No, but I think
1: that's a good way of starting it. Like, yeah. what are the, the positives in a sequel, which is usually very difficult to pull off with children? You're yeah. right. So, that was one thing I noticed, too. They're all exactly the same, which is huge. Yeah. The spookiness is right up there with, with, level, with uh, season one. However, I think season two has higher production value. I think so too. I think they earned a crap ton of money they off of season one. Every episode is shot like a mini movie now. where there's there's special effects every thirty seconds. Yeah. Like they're flipping into the upside down. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. There's multiple like I don't know what we call them flashbacks or daydreams yeah. where there's these huge monsters. Like there's there's things happening all the time. There's now. Um, some other creatures involved that look real. Yeah, that's true. So there's a lot of things going on that are should should make a a show that's quote unquote in like the 80s or 70s. Like when's it set? In the 80s. Yeah. Uh, like a show like that should be not very technologically advanced, right. and they do a very good job of making it a 2017 style yeah. show yeah. about the 80s, which is probably so hard to do yeah because you can't actually have technology in the show right you just have to somehow how do you put special effects in a exactly. 1980s you know so exactly like... so it, it it comes off as production value very high which i love um as in stories just as good i mean mm-hmm. i don't love a couple of the storylines but i feel like they're all going to come together eventually yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah only four episodes in but yeah. two thumbs up I, if you've watched the first one Watch, yeah, the watch, yeah. watch the second one. If you haven't watched the first one, watch the first one. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you liked the first one, then you definitely have to watch the second one. And I don't think anybody who liked the first one is not considering. It's like they're all. Everybody's aware that it's out. It's yeah. a big. It's been a big story. The
1: good thing is too is that they understand that it's at least so far that it doesn't have to be this epic, crazy, like life-changing show. Yeah. Like you can have just enjoyable moments with the kids bantering. Yeah. Like, not everything has to be so absurd and scary. They do a good job of just being, yeah. like, the whole first season was great because it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, to, not to, for lack of a better term, like, super duper strange. <laughs> it was just, yeah. like, a normal, fun, yeah. like, goofy Halloween story. Yeah. And now they're like, okay, boom, here's yeah. season two, same characters, kind of same storyline. Mm-hmm. But you, just because you like the characters, you like the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. We'll just give you another story. Yeah, yeah. right. So right. it's it's not it's not overdoing it, which yeah, I like.
0: Yeah, and, and which would be easy to do because in season one you had the luxury of in the beginning of the season you really haven't introduced the full scale of the spookiness yet. You know, but like you're still you don't know what the re, like why how why Will disappeared right. Yeah, and so it's like yeah, there's plenty of. Of non sci-fi stuff to happen, and before you actually know what's going on, like you know about the Upside Down, right? Um, now, starting from Jump Street, you know about the Upside Down, so it's it would be very easy for them to just have everything be about that, like like every second of the show is like oh like s- scary stuff in the Upside Down, like constantly, you know? Yeah. Um. So it is good that they don't do that. My the one gripe I had, and I don't know if maybe we just skipped it when we were oh, watching you're, Netflix. You're griping? No, no. This is just a, a logistical gripe. Okay. I didn't see any previously on. Section. Oh yeah, none. That was a problem for me because like I was for, like I didn't watch any of this since the last year. They only should watched
1: have it. done a first episode previously on. Yeah, that's because there's yeah. you're right. There are some flashback. Yeah, there's some there's connections to the there, last. There season. are a few connections I
0: forgot about. Yeah, and and, and even things as simple as like ev- who everyone is. Like just a quick like just a quick yeah. reminder. Who's like, dating? Yeah,
1: who, right. How did the last season I, end? I. I,
0: I was struggling to to place Jonathan Byers. I was tru- I was struggling to like place like I was like, "Oh yeah, him and Nancy like in like High he's school. he's yeah. Will's brother and like like I that orientation, I like it took me a minute to to bring that back." Yeah. So it's like I'm kind of with you there. I would have liked a quick little just a couple of clips from last season to Definitely
1: not me. within season.
0: No, no, no. no. Definitely There's no not. need for yeah. it within season because it's a bingeable show and that's probably why they didn't do one, but just for for people like me who watched Stranger Things 1 when it came out and then waited basically a year to watch Stranger, Th- Stranger Things 2, there, there was a little bit of a gap. Yeah. But, I, I agree with that. Good call, um, good call. Minor logistical gripe. So, Just um, Wikipedia season yeah, one yeah, again before yeah. you start. I mean, honestly, it. it all comes back quickly. But, yeah, it's I would watch a little recap of season one before starting season two. Yeah,
1: so Stranger Things, if you're not on it, get on yeah, it, because we're definitely going to talk about it once we
0: finish it yeah, this week. Yeah, we will. We'll probably – yeah, we'll be at least – we might finish it by the next podcast if – we probably will, I bet. So, no game next weekend? Yeah. Of course we yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We, that, that's a good point. So um, there you go. Uh, pop culture. Anything else you want to talk about? Pop culture? Mm-mm-mm. Alrighty, cool. That brings us into sports.
1: The Monster Jam.
0: Alrighty, sports time. So a uh, couple major topics. World uh, Series is lit. World Series is lit. That's, that's the topic. <laughs> um, so let's talk about it. Let's the, talk about it. Uh, we have the Astros up three to two right now correct correct going um, back to the Dodgers correct and so for two games for two games which is the whole Point. Allure, that's the whole allure of the two three two situation is this like, is
1: why they do that
0: for the for the road team to be up th- or up three to two heading to the other team's ballpark yeah is, is why they do that and it's working again at work this is what happened to the Yankees against the Astros when the Yankees were the lower seed they went back to Houston and they just got you got to win a game in their ballpark that's mm-hmm. that's basically the rule here with a 2-3-2 two, two is like yep you got to go close this thing out in their ballpark if you want to win this and so that's what the that's what the Astros have to do here up 3 to 2 in the series they have verlander going in game 6 in LA it's what the Astros would have wanted from day 1 of the season it yep. was a chance in game 6 for Justin Verlander not that they even had Justin Verlander day 1 of the season but the, yeah, day, right. they, the day they acquired him it was Game six of the World Series, Justin Verlander to close it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you picked Astros in seven. I picked Dodgers in seven. We're right down to the wire here with the Dodgers at home trying to bounce back and win these two games. Um, this series has been
1: outstanding. It's been outstanding, and they need to start the games earlier. Yes. They just have to. They just do. They have to. And it's not – I know it's L.A., though. so It's like, L.A., which makes it difficult but I don't care, and no one should care. Get <laughs> yeah. out of work early in LA. Yeah, like it, it, it's World Series time. Yeah, if you're going to the game, like get yeah. out of work and go to a bar. It's probably yeah. even cooler to just yeah. be like, like six o'clock quitting time, baseball yeah. time. Like yeah. instead of just mulling around until eight o'clock on our yeah. side, and and what time is it over there? I guess well, it's five. Well, that's the
0: right problem. There. That's the yeah. problem. Is like right now the games are, the, the games are taking too long. They're I don't taking know if, too. Long. I don't know if
1: they're starting too long. Well, so you can't. And I don't stop, know what the reason. You is. can't stop them t- from taking a long time. Yeah. They're going into extra innings, which is what you want. Yeah. But I That's don't. I, I. I know. This is the most I've cared about a World Series that isn't my two teams. Yeah. And I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna stay up till well, one can... o'clock in the morning, six nights in <laughs> yeah. a row, like six yeah. basically nights in a row, to to watch baseball. I turned it on, or I was watching it a couple of days ago, and it was eleven thirty. And it was 7-7 in the sixth inning. It's so like yeah, this game is going on for at least an hour and a half longer. Yeah, and like, I, you just can't commit to that. Yeah. And you can't commit to extra innings if it's tied already. But you so. want to watch it.
0: Yeah, as soon as it's tied going to extra innings, I'm like, well, I have no clue when this is going to end. So like, I can't continue So to watch that's it.
1: A- that's an unfortunate. I mean, that's us just being like curmudgeons. Like it's I mean, it's well, probably yeah, the best it, World Series we've had. But and, it's a real problem, I think. And, yeah. and I like I know
0: that they probably don't care the way the ratings work. I'm sure that people tuning out at midnight or whatever is not hurting any ratings because yeah. like you've watched the whole game pretty much at that point. But like, um, but but I mean, it's got to be a problem for the league. I mean, I like there's there's a pretty big demographic I feel like that is not staying up and watching the game. Yeah, and I mean, for if whatever, we're not, for whatever that's is. worth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, a lot of I've always felt that like the 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 high school kid college kid crowd will always step and watch i mean okay. like that like that that's a huge demographic but everybody who's like working or in the morning like is a lot like a good majority of them are not staying up to watch the, game, yeah. the end of the game anyway so but um reeling it back in um let's see what did we have here so we had <laughs> We had um you had Altuve I think as your MVP mm-hmm. was that right if I did. if the Astros win he's yeah. looking pretty good he hasn't had a great series but he's had huge hits yeah um, which is what you need which to be MVP is, yeah. And so he's probably the lead, the I mean, leading candidate. Every for MVP.
1: single player on the field has had huge hits. Like, yeah, who's the MVP? They're yeah. all the MVPs. Exactly. It's like,
0: very, very. shared MVP right cranking now, cranking home runs. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is doing it. Yeah, um, which is a change from the early part of the series. It was, it was. There was pitchers' duels in the beginning of the series. Yeah. Um, starting to turn into more offense later in the series. Um, I had Clayton Kershaw, which was looking good until halfway through his second start, mm-hmm. um, where he started to get shelled. So I think you're out. I think I might be out unless he comes back and has some heroics in game seven. But I think even still, I think that you have to, at that point, give the MVP to someone who's been hitting consistently given the, over someone who had a loss. Yeah. Uh, given this or weird Technically, landscape, technically yeah. he didn't have a loss, but he gave up six runs. So, um, so that said, Justin Verlander is still in the running because if Justin Verlander goes out tonight and throws eight shutout innings, like, like we had talked about, then he is your MVP. Mm-hmm. If he goes out there and throws eight shutout in a win, I think Verlander takes it over Altuve with two 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 wins basically. Yeah. Um actually wait. No, no. Verlander. Yeah, Verlander didn't get a win, but the but the Astros won his first start. So um it's all shaping up to be a great finish. Um do you consider this game tonight for the Astros to be a must win? Even though well, even, yeah. even though it's not must win for them. Do you do you consider this to be a must win? Because In order to win game seven to win at with home. Verlander against at home with uh Verlander no, Kershaw won't what start What would the game, game seven. seven be? Uh, Darvish will pitch against uh, McCullers, probably. I don't um, consider
1: any game a must win unless yeah. you're down. Unless you're, unless you're eliminated. So I'm going to say no. But, I mean, the it's, answer to this, yeah. me saying that is yeah. like, oh, you don't need Well, to, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: the 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 point of the question is, like, do you consider it a de facto must win, even though it's obviously I not technically don't, because a must I win. picked
1: the Astros in seven. Yeah, so, right, like, me, so, I would be contradicting yeah. myself. <laughs> that,
0: that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I'll – be consistent with myself and say I think it is a must win for the Astros. Yeah. Uh, I just think the Dodgers are are a little bit reeling after that thirteen to twelve loss. Um their bullpen's gotten a day to rest at this point. The Astros need to get into their bullpen today. Like they, they I don't think they can afford to let um to to let the Dodgers have a good get a good start from their starter and not tax their bullpen again. Yeah. So I, I think um That's and true. plus you got to take advantage of Orlando because I'm just not super confident in McCullers going out against this Dodgers lineup and, and shutting them down. So I um, think it's a de facto must-win. Obviously, it's not a technically a must-win, but
1: um, we'll see. We could be going seven here. Cool. So. Um, and there has been a little bit of controversy in this World Series. They're claiming that the balls are slicker, the baseballs, and that yeah. the stitching's different. So the And this obviously goes along with this season. There have been more home runs in history ever hit and there's still two games left, and that's for the regular season and for the postseason. Mm-hmm. So I think something like 21, like 25 or something were hit in the World Series so far. Like something incredible. Really. Um, however, <clears throat> the games are just all offense, at least uh, as of recently. So Game 5 featured nine game-tying or go-ahead moments in 10 innings of baseball. Wow. Which is insane. That's that means there's a lead change in every, oh, every <laughs> inning except one. Yeah. Which is incredible. <laughs> So That is that is nuts. Um, the, I, I don't f- foresee any actual issues with this ball controversy, whether it's no. slicker. People are like, oh, the pitchers can't throw sliders. I'm like, good, they should all throw underhand <laughs> and just have, make it a home run derby. Like That's the best. Um, but, I, I mean, I'm offensive-minded when it comes to baseball. It's obviously making these games better. Um, the pure, it's making the, them longer, though. Making them longer, that's the issue. So. so we'll see if anything comes of that, but I do expect – Another couple huge, huge hits. Yeah. In the next two games. Yeah. I I'm agree. excited. I agree. Should Everyone on, on both teams is only trying to hit home runs. <laughs> there's no, there's no like speed guys. There's no like clutch hitter guys. Yeah. They're all just swinging <laughs> for the fences. Everyone. They're closing their eyes and swing as hard as they can. That's true. It's and they're true. hitting the ball. <laughs> they're
0: connecting. So um, it's making for good baseball. Um, we'll see game six tonight. What happens? See if the Dodgers can force a Game Seven uh, in LA. So, anything else in the World Series? Nope. All righty. That brings us to this really random football news that dropped yesterday. Um, Patriots entering their bye week Monday of their bye week. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's trade him. Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's just trade him. We've who needs him? We thought about trading him all off season. There was rumors about like the number one overall pick, which were obviously false, but um, still, nonetheless. With all those rumors of, like, first-round picks, multiple first-round picks. Yeah. I, I remember hearing four first-round picks one time. What? Like, just the RG3 haul is, like, probably yeah, a, is yeah. the is the comparison. Uh, Second-round pick, 49ers. That's it. So, so I don't love that for the Patriots. Yeah, neither, and, neither do
1: I. And you're treating – I mean, if you're going to keep starting Brady, his – like, Garoppolo's value continues to drop. I mean, there's not very many good quarterbacks in the league yeah. this year. So – you still might have a chance to shop him, but this is another one of Belichick's crazy moves or the the management's crazy moves where you think, where the heck did this come from? <laughs> you woke up in the morning and you rolled out of bed and said, "Who's going to give me a second round pick?" Especially because the, <laughs> the Patriots aren't amazing, so yeah. it's not like you're just saying, "Yeah, we don't need yeah." Well, a good so medic. yeah, the and now uh, you have zero backups on your roster. Correct, except Although, so your boy. Yeah, who? Uh, who's that guy? He played a uh, quarterback somewhere. <laughs> Julian Edelman. Yeah. yeah well, oh, that's in, right. He's
0: injured, though. He has a torn ACL. Does he? So I yeah. forgot about that. Um, so, the, But that's that's what I was going to say. So there's actually a very funny part of this trade. So this player wasn't included in the trade from the 49ers because of financial reasons, but all the reports have indicated he's been released and is going to sign with the Patriots, so he essentially is a part of the trade. Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. <laughs> so right back to where he started. Welcome. Backing up Tom Brady. So um, – <laughs> But so, oh, uh, so so you know, it's just a weird, unexpected trade, se- semi unexpected, because this has been, this has been talk of the town for a long time. I mean, well, what the, are you going to do when Garoppolo is up? Like, are you going to sign him? Are you going to pay your backup quarterback? And it was coming million, up, right? Yeah, yeah, this year, this is last, this is a contract year.
1: So they had to do something. And so
0: when it comes down to it, yes, would I have liked probably a better return? Of course, but to to give some perspective, because we have instantly based on two games. And a bunch of hype said, like Jimmy Garoppolo is the greatest. yeah, I right? don't think you I don't I think mean, you
1: could actually get first round pick from a guy who plays Our, two our games. friend
0: Teddy is a 49ers fan. so I, I decided I would ask what his thoughts were sure. on this. I said, what are your thoughts on this like right after it happened and this is what I'll quote what he said. He said, I'm pissed second round for a backup with five question marks <laughs> yeah and he said FML <laughs> true so uh, and I didn't expect that answer because I was like I was like, damn 49ers must be pumped about this like they it only cost them a second round pick. And then I get that perspective of second-round pick for a backup quarterback. Like, yeah. And now I know it's it's probably harsh to say backup quarterback because they're hoping he's their franchise quarterback now. Yeah. So I don't think that's exactly at, like the way it is, but um, it is true. He's, he's, at this point, he's a backup quarterback. That's yeah. what he's been. So um, it's interesting. The one thing I'll say that I sort of don't mind is that in the offseason, I was fine with the approach of – yeah, we okay, let's say, for instance, they could have gotten a first-round pick for Garoppolo in the offseason. I'm fine moving down the number of spots it is to the 49 or second-round pick. 49 or second-round pick is like uh, basically a first-round yeah, exactly. pick. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's two picks after the first round. So um, I'm fine moving back to that point for the insurance that you basically had. I mean, you kept this insurance of Tom Brady's 40 years old. <laughs> Like how about yeah. we see how he how he makes it through nine weeks of another NFL season be, being forty years old yeah. coming off a Super Bowl? Like let's see how he looks. So do you think you know? he
1: he would never stay in the off season though?
0: Garoppolo? Yeah. No, he wouldn't have. But but there there's the cat there's the catastrophic situation of what if Brady tears his ACL this year? What if yeah. what if he looks terrible and like it, and it looks like he? Well, might... that's
1: on them for trading both of their back no no no. I, but
0: I'm saying this was the argument for keeping Jimmy Garoppolo oh, yeah. until now. Yeah. Was was they've reached this point now where they say okay. We've gotten through nine weeks. We're at our bye week. We got two weeks off now. Brady looks like he's fine. Like yeah. it looks like he's okay. And the other part of this is that I cannot imagine they traded Garoppolo without having a talk with Brady again to be like, "What is your thought about like your future?" You mm-hmm. know, I know Brady says publicly he wants to play until he's fifty or whatever. Yeah, but like, how do you feel? Like, because we have a very serious situation here with our quarterback future. And I need to know what you think about this. And so I have to believe he said that he wants to play for at least another two or three years for them to go and trade both of their backup young quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, like, you could have kept Jacoby Brissett as the potential guy to step in afterwards that you want to groom. They traded him, too. They traded him, too. So um, that's the the weird part to me is that now it's like, okay, so I'm now – I don't have to be just convinced that Brady's playing for at least, like, three or four more years, which – it's fine. Like I think that he can, but it's just it's interesting now to see it be decided essentially. So
1: yeah, it's weird, but all in all, it's fine. Like the
0: I'm not mad at like our <laughs> our friend Zach who's a hardo. Yeah, called me. He didn't text me. He called me while I was at the Celtics game. I answered, and he was. He to quote. He said, "I'm the maddest I've been in my entire life." Wow, which is. <clears throat> A, a ridiculous overreaction. About losing
1: Garoppolo or about, about trading not getting... Gar-
0: About not getting return for Garoppolo.
1: Well, that's dumb.
0: I answered the phone. I said, hello. He said, a second-round pick. I <laughs> said, are you effing kidding me? And I was like, yeah, that's that stinks, man. I, I mean, thought that's, we going to get more. That's just
1: – I mean, I don't think you should get more. Yeah. I mean, uh, sure, he's yeah. fine. No, they,
0: at this point in time, there was no leverage. The 49ers have to re-sign him now. The 49ers have eight weeks – to decide, is this guy, am I going to pay this guy $20 million a year? They have to decide that in the next eight weeks because yeah. he's a free agent, or else they could lose him. So, Or no. maybe
1: they talked to Garoppolo and said, come back to us yeah. in a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <True>. yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so uh, the point is, um, given the contract situation and the fact they waited till now, second-round pick is not a bad return. It, I think it, the, what what fans are mad about is that there were rumors over the offseason of it being a first-round pick, or, mm-hmm. or multiple, and again, who knows if those rumors were true? I don't know if anybody was really offering that. So um, that's it. That's Any it. Other thoughts no more Garoppolo okay. talk. Uh, last thing, Zeke's resuspended again. re resuspended again. So we'll see.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> I literally saw a tweet that said this isn't over yet, that he can like appeal the appeal of the appeal of the appeal of the Whatever's appeal. Whatever's
1: happening is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there needs to be more yeah. Yeah. clarity into why this is happening and why yeah. this doesn't happen every single time. Yeah like why is this just now be so the only time that a player has been cuz <clears throat> you can win an appeal from what i've yeah but he hasn't
0: from what i've heard i don't i don't know the the legal logistics of how all this stuff works um but from what i've heard this is in large part due to a lot of it is hubris on the NFL's part mm. um from what i and i don't want to go into a discussion on this just no. a brief from what I heard, essentially, is that the NFL has rolled into all these Zeke things, being like, well, we won the Brady case. So, like, this is our precedent. Like, Rod- Roger Goodell-, Goodell can do what he wants. And, like, it doesn't really work that way because it's a different case. Like, you can't go into court and have all of your your arguments be, well, the Brady case was like this. <laughs> like, that's not going to work. Yeah. Like, it's a completely different thing. This is a domestic violence issue versus, like, a on field issue. So it's like, um, from what I read, that the that's cost the NFL a bit in this. Like, they're kind of hubris over it. But at the end of the day, though, this is we're right back to square one of where we were in the Brady thing, which is that the teams collectively bargained to let Roger Goodell punish players the way he wants to. So yeah. that's kind of the, the short straw for Zeke there, If regardless of whether he did anything or not, is that Goodell kind of can do what he wants there. So I, I don't know what this all works out to. I don't know what he did. I don't know what he's even alleged to have done beyond just domestic violence. Like, I don't there are no details it, about this case. Yeah, right. Like is like, he guilty? anywhere. Like what's the d- No clue. Like
1: so I just none. saw on the bottom line of ESPN that he, he lost his reappeal <laughs> and he suspended six games. Yeah. So it comes back December seventeenth against yeah. the Raiders. Yeah. So. Which is fine. Like yeah, if you if if it's true that he yeah. is a domestic abuser, yeah. get the hell out of here. Well, yeah. Get him for like sure. don't let him play I, any I, game. I mean, yeah, Screw so, you. Yeah. The but, the,
0: but, the problem is yeah. The problem is there is I apparently still doubt about that. About whether he's guilty or not. There's doubt about everything now. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so there it is. I don't know. Zeke's suspended again. So, we'll uh, we'll let you know when he gets unsuspended. I don't Um, want him to
1: be unsuspended. He (laughs) bothers me.
0: Yeah. Um, anything else on sports? That's all I got on sports, Eric. That brings us to the final drive. You want to go first or you want to go second?
1: I'm going to go first. First. I'm going to go first. Yeah. Um, Kerr Popovich, 2020. (laughs) All right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I listened to an awesome interview with Steve Kerr uh, on Pod Save America, this week's um, edition of a different podcast. And he's the coach of the um, Golden State Warriors NBA defending champs, and Greg Popovich, coach of multiple uh, championship-winning teams uh, with the San Antonio Spurs. Both very outspoken um, politically – both very eloquent, both very down to earth. Um, I, I really can't say enough about how much I respect these two guys in general, having the platform that they have and representing their players well, representing their cities well, and representing people well, like humans. Like Greg Popovich, just listening to him speak is so refreshing because he, he has such clear, simple thoughts. And they're so good and wholehearted. Like It's really hard to, to listen to Greg Popovich speak about what's going on in our country right now and not agree with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm more joking about Kerr Popovich 2020, but I would vote for Popovich <laughs> for president. I would, too. I would um, too. So both of these guys, just a little aside to them, it, it is amazing. Even like with all of the players kneeling and NBA's being, NBA players being told to stand, they've come together, they've become close friends over this, and they're very outspoken. And not in just an angry way, in yeah. a smart, intelligent, coherent way. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very happy that they remain outspoken. Um, if you haven't listened to the podcast, Pod Save America, you should. Um, and especially the last segment of the most recent one, Steve Kurz interviewed. It's actually quite interesting because he talks about their decision to not visit the White House and how they were banned from the White House before, quote-unquote, before they made the decision. Mm-hmm. Um so it's a very very good podcast very very cool person um Kerr Popovich 2020 there you go I'm casting my vote as soon as the ballot as soon as the polls open
0: so um one quick um so my final drive I kind of didn't really prepare one so I'm going to do a quick little NBA check-in um and I'm going to piggyback off of that thought just as one thing one tweet I saw from last night the Celtics played the Spurs last night so that's a little bit relevant um and I did see a thing. They were interviewing Jalen Brown after the game, and uh, apparently, like the question wasn't about Popovich or anything, but Jalen Brown went out of his way to say that, like, how much he admires and respects Popovich for his stances on social issues that he's had over the last, yeah. um, you know, year or so. So I think players take take notice of this kind of thing too. And I think it's, um, you know, it's it's tough not to love Popovich in the current environment that we're in. But um, the current NBA landscape quick little check in um we talked about this a little bit before the Cavs and Warriors out of the gate struggling quite a bit and Spurs so and the Spurs although the Spurs don't have quiet Leonard so I'm giving them a, a half of an excuse for that but um doing a quick little landscape here the Cavaliers are 3 and 4 out of the playoff picture in the east battling for Eastern Conference supremacy right now is the Celtics the Magic and the Detroit Pistons Let's at all go. five all at 5 and 2 um, so, but the Magic won last night too. The Magic are just you just keep rolling them off, and so, um, the obviously I don't think that's going to be the top three at the end of the season. But the Magic are certainly looking like they can compete for the the seven or eight spot in the East. I think once things kind of even out a little bit, um, there's plenty. There's you know the Pistons also look pretty good. Um, the one thing I'll say is that the Cavaliers are losing games to really bad teams. I mean, the magic aren't a really bad team, but they've lost to other really bad teams. They got beaten by the Knicks the other night. Yeah. In a game that the Cavaliers should not be losing. They lost to the Pelicans as well, who the magic just crushed. Um, and their other losses to the Brooklyn nets. So the Cavs are not beating teams that they should beat, uh, on the flip side, the Celtics are starting to figure it out. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, and you know, I mean, that's what a good coach will do for the Celtics. It's true. If, if, the Cavaliers need a coach yeah <laughs> they just they just do I mean Tyron Lue is a terrible coach we've <laughs> yeah. said this before so uh we won't get into much about the Cavs right here but my final drive is a quick check in there the Celtics have righted the, have righted the ship they're five and two uh they've won five straight games Kyrie's looking more confident in the offense he, he took a little while to get I think adjusted into the system but um but it's it's looking a little better so uh I'm confident Celtics can still compete with the Cavs I'm not going to go out and say that they are going to beat them yet this year because the Hayward loss is still huge but uh, we'll see a little NBA check in there Cavaliers struggles are real and we said that last regular season they went all the way to the finals but nonetheless uh, they don't know how to play defense right now so that's it that's episode 84 it. happy Halloween happy,
1: happy Halloween everyone hope happy. you get the right amount of spooky yeah in your right Halloween right amount of spooks katoots I'm high spook day. you're <laughs> moderate spook um, good luck out there eat some candy do some funny stuff. Yeah, do Get funny dressed stuff. up. Yeah. Don't I don't care. Happy <laughs> Halloween. Later
0: days. Yeah, later days, yeah.